I just want to, before we get too excited, um, I was disappointed with your guys' tans when you came back from Brazil. Now, I know you worked very, very hard, but there were no tans. Very little tan. I mean, JP, yours is always good, but... Ah! Hey, I, I worked on tanning my palms on the bottom of my feet every opportunity <laughs> that, I, that I had. Yeah. Um, Ev, what's your excuse? I you, don't tan. What? <laughs> That's I the just Irish don't in you. tan. It's the Irish in me. I just don't tan. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that one. Except not Irish. Just Polish. change that with Polish. Yeah, or Minnesotan. Minnesotan. Are, are we live on the Facebook? We should be. I'm glad I got the most popping melanin out of the group. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? You guys excited for football? <laughs> yeah, clearly. Cleveland Browns going to the Super Bowl. I'm going to get a one-on-one with R.G. Thrizzle uh, for Yahoo Sports. What? You could talk about bachelor life. That bachelor life, though. I could actually have a conversation about cuffing season with R.G. Three because clearly that he's, would be epic. he's a participant. Do you, do you recall that that's how this whole thing, like, I believe that was one of the first episodes because I'm pretty sure that is related to one of our passwords. What? <laughs> I mean, people still don't know what the password is. Not that they're going to hack our accounts anyway, but that's true. But yeah, that's what led to one of our one of our prestigious passwords. Yeah. Shout out RG three. Were the what were the counter selections like? Counter selections. Yeah, did, were, can you can you describe the counter selections on your uh, on your new uh, pad? Yeah, they're very they're very <laughs> nice. Are you are you just not going to give me anything on that one? No. Nope. Man. Are you going to live next door to the garlic festival? I will smell the garlic festival from from the house. How is Spark Dizzle going to react to that scent? Spark Dizzle. Oh, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Lose it. He will go crazy. He's just going to be barking. It'll be like crack, uh, crack for him. It'll just be sick. <laughs> oh, Dizzle. All right, let's start the show. And welcome into the bullpen, episode 29. This is the week of September 7th. We have returned, gentlemen. We're back in the bullpen. These three amigos over here taking care of business down in Rio, handling the Olympic coverage for uh, for our employer. And um, I think that's where we should start this week. First of all, uh, any opening thoughts as we return to the bullpen? Say hi to our, our viewership out there. It's good to be home. Isn't it? That's that's what we gotta say. It's good to be. I can speak for both guys. I think here when I say it's good to be home. Yeah, yeah, it's good to be home. <laughs> well, so tell me about Rio. Obviously, uh, for the listeners that don't know, I didn't. I didn't go to Rio with these guys. Um, too, how too how busy were the trying games? Trying to be Philip Rivers. Exactly. <laughs> hey man, only two kids. Um, how, You're how only six away from Philip. That's true. How, how were the games? First, uh, give me some impressions and some thoughts on the on the Olympics since you guys were there, front and center. If you're talking overall about how they came off, they came off probably better than most expected. But nope. isn't that how like these always kind of go? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's always always the X, Y, and Z right. of why things can go wrong, and then everything kind of goes off without a hitch. Exactly, and then something comes up in the middle that makes you go, "Whoa!" And in this case, it was Ryan Lochte, obviously, but. In terms of Brazil pulling it off, you know, 
in the meantime of those two and a half weeks, things seem pretty good. What always ends up happening, though, is what's it really going to mean for that country in a few years? Mm-hmm. Uh, as the, actually the Paralympics are opening right now, as we as we record this. But what's going to happen for them going forward? Barely, they'll, they'll barely be going <laughs> yeah. off. Exactly right. But um, yeah, I think overall not too shabby. So JP, you were on uh, the soccer beat and got some. Uh, you got some, you got some track action in there too as well. What was your probably most memorable moment from Rio? That one day that A plus and I walked the beach. Oh, <laughs> ayo. Coconut water for the win. In, in, in Ipanema. Oh, Ipanema Beach. The, ar- the architecture is, man, I'll probably never look at a U.S. woman the same ever again. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> D'Angelo needed to be behind me oh. singing this as I walked, sipping my Coco Verde in the most sexy way possible. <laughs> What about the games themselves, uh, the coverage? What what was your – I mean, you were there for Bolt's win, one of them, right? Uh, yeah, the the, the two. Um, watching him jog around the track is nuts. <laughs> when you see it – when you see, when you watch it on TV, it's one thing. You know he's running relatively fast. But when you see it in person, it's kind of – he starts terribly if you want to bust down his track form. Uh, his mechanics are gross. But he has this – odd thing where he's he stands straight up and actually sprints but he'll sprint the first maybe 50 meters to get ahead of everybody and then like wonder about which chicks he's inviting back to the room for the rest of the race (laughs) and to see it live is kind of crazy because you see the guys next to him and behind him huffing and puffing giving all their might i've trained all my life for this and bolt kind of rolled out of bed and said i mean i'm gonna win so i'm trying to figure out who i'm bringing back here later and that was a that was nuts. And Rob, you were You ever play Mario Kart? Yeah. <laughs> and you know yeah. when you when you get the shell speaking of or Mario when Kart. when when you get the boost, when you yeah. get the boost? Yeah. I know. That's what he's like in real life. Like he just it's it's not like a huge boost where he just sprints out ahead of everybody, but it, like you can see the point like halfway through the race or he's just like, "All right, enough kidding around, guys." <laughs> and before he can finish that sentence, he's passed everybody and he's won. Um, but just his presence and how how dynamic he is not just an athlete but just as a as a figure when he walks into the stadium and he can do he can give everybody one of these like a shh and they get quiet and they just you can hear a pin drop right after it like he literally just rules the world he got crowd control he's almost sure. i was saying i think to somebody in rio before that 200 he's almost got the beyonce sasha fierce thing where it's almost like because you watch him in interviews and he's he's actually pretty humble, yeah, pretty chill. Yeah. But then you watch that kind of stuff on his stage on the track, and it's just a whole other person. And he's just arrogant, almost. Co- I mean, yeah, arrogant it's, and cocky. Not, I don't know if it's arrogance though. He just know like he knows it, and I think everybody else kind of knows right. it too. You almost feel bad for it, like JP was saying. Like I, the, I did. The, the, uh, the guys who like yeah. try, like they're literally like straining. You've been working your entire <laughs> life for this one race, yeah. knowing good and damn well I'm not going to get close. And you're you're so mad that you were born in that in that generation where you you could have been like, man, couldn't my couldn't I have been born like ten years later? Yeah. Then I might have had a shot once he's retired. We watched two two individual sprint races where the race was actually for second. Yeah, we just wanted to figure out who was gonna get silver and then bronze because the one and the two, the gold was a cinch. The four by one, which was probably his best race, 
They were even at the oh, baton handoff. Man. They were even. And then all of a sudden, he fully held down R2 and blew everybody out the water. <laughs> and Japan with the second place, hey, Japan, Japan cheated, okay? Because that, <laughs> look, did a little research, dude. The last two legs on the Japanese team were half black, half Japanese dudes. Like, wait a second, oh. that's not... Y'all pulled a quick one. We thought yeah. that it was just like the straight Japanese guys no. with the four, but whatnot. They had some, uh, oh. they had some mixed genetic freaks on the squad. Because yeah. the last dude had uh, Japan on one side of his track spikes and Jamaica on the other. People were saying, "Oh, it's an old to bolt." Like, no, nah, I think he's half and half. So yeah. But shout out to Japan for actually getting the sprint medal. That's that's unlikely something. To happen. That's some yeah. That's Often. something you didn't you didn't you yeah. think you think you would. Didn't think you'd see, and I can't speak, apparently. <laughs> Have you got to cover uh, the gymnastics pretty much exclusively? What was that like? What was the high point for you there? Well, seeing Simone Biles in person was unbelievable. Sure. I mean, I got to see her in the trials before that, but... Um, Wait, that means you got to see the double flip live? Yes. Like, <laughs> nobody, nobody in the room, this is the NPC where, like, the uncool kids hang out. So nobody in the room <laughs> could explain to me how she got higher on the second flip after making one rotation on a backflip, but the second flip was higher than the first. How did she get higher? We that we tried to JP and I actually tried to go MythBusters on it, and then we just got exhausted trying to think. Yeah, about man, how to like do there, that. there's no there's no <clears throat> rhyme or reason for that. The amount of punch that those girls can pack in those tumbles it's is just crazy. It's insane, but. Um, getting to watch really all the American girls, I shouldn't just say Simone Biles. I mean, because Lori Hernandez, when she takes the floor, has this aura and creates an energy in the building that's probably unlike even what Simone does on the floor. If Simone, if Simone didn't exist, we would have been talking a lot about Lori Hernandez. She Absolutely. would have been she would have been the the princess of these Olympics, or at least in terms of the gymnastics portion. Right. If she had gotten a chance to compete in the all around, that could have been really interesting. But yeah. Uh, it was it was really cool. I think it was nine medals in all for the women, uh, which was a record in terms of that team and won games. Uh, pretty remarkable stuff. And got, getting to watch with Sean Johnson was absolutely a highlight, too. Name drop. <laughs> <laughs> Had to. So, successful games, but uh, we get back to the Bay Area and it's football season, boys. It is time to talk football for the next few months. It's yeah. Exciting, exciting times. Uh, the big story leading the NFL for the last few Probably a week, right? Week and a half is Colin Kaepernick. Does anybody cared away on in on this before we? Uh... But before JP weighs in, because I know he's going to. Um, <laughs> we sat down while the bullpen thing was playing, and I'm totally fine with that. So that's yeah. where I stand on. <laughs> on... <laughs> and we will continue to sit uh -huh. as the bullpen theme song is played. <laughs> yep. Uh, um, yeah, I mean it's it's. I kind of agree. I, I he can do what he wants. I, I see I just, both sides of it, but yeah, if he wants to, if he wants to sit, that's he fine, can sit. man. I mean, the, I understand the message he's sending. I get it. Yeah, um, he's not hurting anybody. He's no. not slandering anybody. No, other he, than he, you he, may he, say he's, he's slandering a ton of feelings for some people. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, it's it's the same people that get hurt feelings about everything. A lot of uh, other athletes coming out in support of him. Steph Curry to be one. I'm still waiting for, you know, one of these prominent white guys to say, you know what, Cap right. It's a lot of black dudes, a lot of brothers that's on board, of course, because they are in yeah. the struggle directly. But how come none of his real-life white teammates coming to his to his aid or any other prominent guys? When I mean, we got Drew Brees talking sideways, not making any sense. I think, I, think guy, I think a lot of guys are trying to be 
too politically correct, and it's it's coming off, like you said, sideways. I think Kaepernick even said it himself today, Wednesday, that there's probably a lot of players who feel the same way but are worried about the repercussions of speaking yeah. out and are in a position where maybe they're the 53rd man on the roster right. and they're losing their job if yeah. they do something. Um, you know, I mean, props to Megan Rapinoe for going out yep. and yeah. supporting, didn't Tim Howard, supporting him in her way. I didn't hear about I, Tim I, Howard. I think, I think Tim Howard came out and supported him too. Yeah, but I agree with, I agree with JP. It's got to be a prominent white NFL player to also do it, I think, to, to really increase and take the semen up to another level uh, to really have a real impact. And then I mean, something's actually got to be done too. I mean, I mean Tom Brady's going to be that. sitting down for the national anthem. With his Make America Great Again hat. <laughs> the red one. With the that white riding. Yeah. So that, that'll that help. The OG hat. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I think you're right, Ev. If I had to put my money on a guy who would do it, I don't think he will. But I would think that Aaron Rodgers would do it. He's against. He's anti-establishment. Yeah. But I don't see him. Do I feel it. like Aaron Rodgers is almost anti-everything. Yeah. Except Olivia Munn. Except Olivia Munn, which I'm <laughs> no, not I mad at him about. Not. He's actually anti her, too, because she stated that he doesn't give her oh, yeah. he does the lights off. Yeah. Uh-oh. The night before a game. So he might be anti. He needs to rest. He needs to breathe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, I mean, I guess that's the biggest, the kind of the biggest it, it really preseason's uh, controversy or whatever uh, you want to call it. I, I mean, mean it's kind of, a, a certain quarterback got hurt. I mean, okay, we'll get into that a little bit as we look ahead towards the NFL season. Uh Teddy, poor Teddy. I want to see a picture. Ble- I know that blew bad. up his blew up his leg. I I really hope they burn the video. Like I hope TMZ <laughs> doesn't get a hold of that practice footage. And we get to see it at some point. No, I do not want to see it because as bad as his they described it, around. and as bad as like it was painted out to be, and like it could be, like people were talking about it being like career ending. Yeah, like it it still could be. Who knows? But I don't want to see the video of that. Modern medicine is cool. I mean, I'll give him a full year, but he'll play again. I, I mean, but I will hope he ever so. ever be the same? Because I, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. He wasn't really a runner in the first place, so I feel that's you true. know a full year rehab, yeah. he'll get stronger. I, I, in that I area. feel like I feel like at least three, four times a game last year, I was yelling, "Run, Teddy, run!" and he wouldn't <laughs> do it. So, but this still gives him a chance to bulk up. I mean, the yeah. rehab guy will probably strengthen both of his legs to probably better than they were before. So he should be, he'll be all right. I, yeah. You know, the question about is Bradford the right guy to step in now? I mean, is, is a good one. How does he still have a job? Uh, yeah, he there's got they must see something. His agent is amazing. Well, I mean, <laughs> he apparently is no. He you're right, JP. His agent is fantastic. Like, did you see what they traded for him? I wouldn't trade like a bad ex girlfriend and fifty cents. Two for things. Bradford. Bradford is apparently like a really really intelligent quarterback. Like he gets it, um, which also reminds me of another really intelligent quarterback, allegedly Christian Ponder, um, but. <laughs> Here's here's why like I I was really pissed when they traded a first round pick for him, but then like I look at their roster and I think about it a little bit more, like they have they've got guys who are like sixth and seventh round picks that are cracking the roster over veterans, um and I've watched them play and they look really good, like so they've done a good enough job drafting and they have guys coming up that are going to need contract extensions. I'm kind of okay with them giving up that first round pick because. I don't think they necessarily like need it as badly as a team like the Titans or like a team that's like you know that needs to rebuild, that needs those high picks. But you could have used that pick for way better equity than Sam Bradford. No, no, trust me, I agree. But here's the thing: they every team had the Vikings over their lap. Like there was no way the Vikings were going to get somebody 
to replace Bridgewater. I'm not saying he can replace him, but somebody of that stature that was going to give them a playoff run. They've got the new stadium. They've got the young defense. Peterson's 31 years old. Their window's not that wide open, and they close quickly in the NFL. They needed somebody that could come in and at least keep those playoff hopes alive. Vic. And Bradford was... That they, was the name that was worked, out there. They worked him out. There's and no it, way that I'm <clears throat> taking Sam Bradford over a healthy Mike Vick. Even now, even OG Mike Vick. Anyway, the point the point yeah. I was going to make about Bradford Sorry. is I th- it's all right. I think they're covering their ass in, in case Teddy's not healthy for next year. Right, that's and, the other thing. And really, as the, as the Broncos showed last year, you just need a guy who's going to not make too many mistakes. But that's what Sam Bradford does. He makes mistakes and gets hurt. True. He'll throw arid picks and then sprain his ankle, tying his shoe on the sideline after throwing the pick. He doesn't have to throw a ton in this offense, though. He doesn't have to. Yeah. And, they and can I, run the ball, and, the, and like that's the thing. He's never had a running back like Peterson, and he's probably never had a defense like the one they had. No, nah, this is the best team he's ever been yeah. on. But if you're a smart NFL defensive coordinator, oh yeah, you're fully putting nine in the box and oh, a yeah. double dog there, <clears throat> Sam Bradford to throw the rock. And I'm pretty sure no, you're Stephon right. Stephon Diggs will be running down the sideline wide open, and he'll underthrow it by five yards for no reason, <laughs> and it'll be going the other way. Well, no, what he'll he'll overthrow the guy, whereas Teddy would underthrow the deep ball. Bradford will overthrow it. I've never seen anybody look more disgusting in their jersey than Sam Bradford. <laughs> he doesn't even he really look. He doesn't look player. comfortable at all he in a football terrible. uniform. He looks terrible. Yeah, he really does. A Rams jersey and Eagles jersey. <clears throat> I'm on the squad and I step out and I see him at the helm about to take a snap. Like, dog, our chances are terrible today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really hope they can find some way to rally around something so that the rest of the team doesn't get all sad. Oh man! So, how big of a drop off are we thinking? Oh, man, I'm going humongous. I'm going. I'm not going that bad. I'm going, and I, I, and you know team. me. You know me. I'm a pessimistic person. I still think they can win ten games. Okay, not with Bradford though, because he's not going to make ten games. When the last time he played? Okay, ten games. Taylor Heineke will take over at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, when when he's when he's not putting his foot through a glass window to help his buddy out like an idiot. What did uh, Tank call him? Porcelain Goddess? That's, That's what I renamed my fantasy team to, Porcelain Princess. Ah, damn. Perfect. Uh, what about the Redskins? What do we uh, What do we think about them, JP, as we head into this campaign? Probably going to win Kirkland. a, a decimated NFC East and make another early exit out of the playoffs. Uplifting. <laughs> De- definitely a realist. Hey, it's much uh, much better fortunes than the 49ers are going to have this year. I think they're going to be really bad. Four you know games what's nuts will be about They're going to win. They're going to win week 1. You think so? Yeah. Wow. Nope. Why not? Man, I just watched the Rams play. I know it was their backups, but they're terrible. They're like yeah, really bad. They're really bad. You're playing at home. I mean, you remember the Niners last year? Against they the beat Vikings. the Vikings on opening night. Well, that's true. As yeah. long so, as long as you can block uh Aaron Donald, you're good. Block Aaron Donald. That's it. Put nine in the box. <laughs> yeah. Who's throwing the ball? Yeah. What's Case his name? Keenum. What's his name again? Yeah. What? That's true. University of Houston, great. Case Keenum. <laughs> JP, you would have been proud of me. I, I went to that that Rams Vikings game uh, last last Thursday, and Jared Goff looked horrendous. I I was sitting next to some Rams fans, and I asked them if they wanted Joel Stave. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, because that guy is take you hot up? garbage. No, they, they they didn't think it was very funny. Yeah, <laughs> so, probably not. Hey, but but get this though. I understand that you got El Guapo in the backfield, but the San Francisco 49ers will be in the silverback sweepstakes coming into the oh, season. Yeah. 
I saw a mock draft actually today. <laughs> Matt Miller, a Bleacher Report. <laughs> That's a game changer, dog. Matt Miller had them taking Deshaun Watson at number two. I would be down for that. It'd be cool. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't hate on that. He had Silverback going four to Tampa. Ooh. Which I don't know. I don't think Tampa's going to be that bad. Yeah, I definitely don't think the Bucks are going to be terrible like that. So it doesn't yeah. know. Four. Come on no. in. Who was All it? Right. That was Francis. That's Francis. Frank. 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 Um, well, I mean, it's never too early to make Super Bowl picks. The season starts tomorrow. So let's make some Super Bowl picks, guys. Uh, Brandon, let's start with you. Um, I'm going to go. Jeez. I'll go. S- I know this is like. It's it's tough because it's the same freaking teams every year. Um, Vikings. And no, no, I'm not going to go Vikings. They're not going to make the Super Bowl. <laughs> so the Cleveland Browns. Not versus... yet. I'll, I'll go. I'll go Seahawks. Patriots. Seahawks win. Ah. Seahawks win. Patriots win. <sighs> yeah. All right. Ed, what do you think? <clears throat> I'm going with a Week One matchup, similar kind of deadline to what Brandon just dropped. I'm going as much as it pains me. Patriots Cardinals. Mm. Like that. Now with Palmer, he got supreme lemon booty. Everybody loves yeah, he had a tough the Cardinals. <laughs> Why, but have you seen him in crunch time? He's got the worst case of sphincteritis of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll go Pats also. He did, the same, the he did the same stuff at SC. Like, oh, man, the lights are bright. I don't want to play no more. <laughs> what do you think, JP? Uh, I'm going with uh, the Blackout Super Bowl. I'm going with the Cleveland Browns versus the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> I like how you said that, Carolina Panthers. Cle- he is really. on the RG3. He loves him some RG3. And, and I'm fully going with Hugh. Uh, first-time pro <laughs> bowler Terrell Pryor and Kush Gordon for the Super Bowl victory. Wow. <laughs> Kush Gordon MVP. In Houston, after party at Onyx. I'm in there. <laughs> you heard it here first. Oh man! All right, so Cleveland over uh, Carolina in the yep. in the Super Bowl. I'm gonna take. I, I don't know why. I'm just looking at the teams here that you know have. That's a house. I'm looking up Onyx in Houston. This place is a this is a mansion. Good times. Yeah. Woo! Go go to I the feel, comment section there. I feel like <laughs> the uh, comment section. There. I feel like this is one of those weird years that's going to be like the Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl just because. Not, not yeah. with not with a mid American no, rapist at quarterback. Well, no, nope. But hold on, if everybody if everybody stays healthy, I mean, Le'Veon will be back after his suspension. If everybody stays healthy, that's a tough that's a tough offense. The, the toughest thing is Evan's trying to decide if he wants to sit in the general vicinity or, or the work champ. on the champagne room <laughs> during the Super Bowl. <laughs> Media week from Onyx. Ooh. Facebook Live. Facebook Live every day, eight oh, hours with, a day. With the wings in front of us. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Get the, Wait till you get the food. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, just uh, this. They, they did a team-by-team forecast by the numbers. The Cleveland Browns, Wait 11%. Who was they? Uh, this is forecast is based on 100,000 simulations of the season. Is this one of those Wax Sports Illustrated things you pulled up again? <laughs> no, this is a – I don't even know what website it is. 538 is the name of the website. Oh, but it's, just, it's a statistical thing. Anyway, they they said that the Cleveland Browns have an 11% chance of making the playoffs based on 100,000 yeah. projections of the season. What do the Redskins have, 29 the Redskins have 36% chance. Hmm. But the Giants don't have a defense, even though they have all the offensive weapons ever. Dak Prescott, he'll be weighed on a lot, but they're not about to ball out. And then, who? They, come on, the Eagles? Who are the Eagles about to beat? Like, Redskins are going by default again. 36% chance, according to this. <laughs> That's, fine. That's all I got. 
I'm still going with the best Super Bowl possible. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Houston made a decent run. They, they actually are, are higher on this list. They have 49% chance to make the playoffs. I like them a lot. They got to stay healthy, though. That's true. Um, do we have any picks out there from the Facebook Live audience? Do we have a, do we have a Facebook Live audience Where's, that, where's Jake Chan? Don't Is he forget on the to, listening? Don't, don't forget to follow us on Facebook I think we Live. we have two people, and they're both in this room. <laughs> follow us Three on people. Facebook. That's, and... that's crazy because I snapped people to uh, who wanted to be invited to sit on the set and actually be a part of the show. 19 people saw that, so I'm not sure why they haven't. You got to log on to Facebook. You got to like our page. You got to live subscribe and come talk to us because we once again have zero ask JP questions for this week. Yeah, I know y'all want to come here because you always asking about the food, food free all day. Come early, eat, and then join a podcast. Okay. I don't know if this guy's uh, this interests you guys, and you can call me off on this if you want. But there was a list, and it's Fox Sports, JP's favorite uh, outlet. But it's the top eight undrafted NFL stars since they limited the draft in 1994. You guys want to guess these? Wow, Kurt Warner. Hold on a second. Let me pull up. Iowa Barnstormer, great. Undrafted? Yes, undrafted. Since when? Since 94. Is Warner on the list? Kurt Warner's on the list, yeah. He's one of them. Is, uh, man, John Randall's not on the list, is he? Negative. Aaron he Foster? Was, he was undrafted, but it was probably late 80s. Nope, Aaron's not on here. How? Huh. Yeah, that's a fan. Vino. Um... God, I'm trying to remember who's under. Oh, um, no, he was drafted. God, it... all right, I'll give you some. Uh, well, one of them's a kicker. <laughs> Vinatieri's on here. Oh, he was undrafted. Well. Most kickers are undrafted, unless you're on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right. Tony Romo. Oh, right. That's funny because what has he ever won? <clears throat> That's true. Yeah. That's NFL's eight best undrafted since. Wait, so he's on the top eight? Are there honorable mentions if you put Romo on the list. Uh, no, this is just that they're eight. It's not top eight. It's just NFL's eight best, I guess I should say. Uh, James Harrison. Oh, yeah. Antonio Gates. Yeah. Uh, remember, he played basketball yeah, at Kent State. He was yeah. a hooper. Priest Holmes. Yeah. Oh, Kansas City had a really great running back run for a decade. Yeah. <laughs> remember like, Larry Johnson there's and Priest such Holmes? A, there's such a cluster as far as fantasy goes now. Yeah. And they don't what win a cluster. Uh, Rod Smith. And Wes Welker. Those are their eight. Mm. Wow. Wes was too drugged up to get drafted, so I can understand. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of I didn't have as good a showing in that one. Uh, I didn't have as good a showing yeah, you're right. as he, most. Uh, sorry, sorry to all the fans. Maybe yeah. it's because Foster hasn't played long enough. Apologies. I, mean, I don't know. If all he, these if guys had like if 10 If you go by games under... played, how many games has Romo played? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Big name, though. Um... All right, uh, this week's random shot as we uh, kind of wrap things up. Bros, you got a fantasy draft. Oh, do you want to talk fantasy at all? What do we think? Uh, what are our rosters looking like? Who's our sleepers? Anything? I'm pretty much a sleeper. I'm winning our league again. I don't know why we got to talk about it. Yeah, he'll cheat his way into something. This guy over here with his, with his <laughs> Roger of Goodell face swap over here. Hey, you should change your name to Usain Bolt. <laughs> 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 wow. Whoa, there it is. Um any fantasy comments, concerns ahead of the season? I there's a I think there's a lot of depth in receivers. I know probably everybody's already had their drafts, but um, I've got one that's like a three wide receiver starting. So I know Dan wouldn't be, be able to play in that league. I'm going to be taking yeah because <laughs> Dan takes like four running backs in the first four running picks. backs only. Dan lives in the mid 90s, but uh, 
Yeah, the wide receiver depth is there. Years. I think the quarterback depth is better years. than people realize. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks battling to be like finish, you know, quarterback one or top twelve. I think it's going to be really fun to watch. Like you've got the guys like RG three, um, <clears throat> and uh, and Osweiler, and you know Flacco will be in the mix. I think he'll be better with with his guys, and and Derek Carr is going to be just slinging it again. And um, I think there's depth in that position. Hell, Sam Bradford might throw for three thousand yards. To the other team. To the other team. <laughs> Start the defense against Sam Bradford every week. Dog, never trust Bob Stoops. Hey, one second. Hey, Bleacher Report. Don't think I didn't see you steal my tweet. I actually retweeted the tweet that you stole. Don't do that again, okay? It's enough just to go around out there. What tweet? The don't trust Bob Stoops tweet. Mm. Mm. Like, if you go Yeah, what were they thinking on that one? Also, I mean, that was really like how do you not prepare your guys like hey guys if we miss the field goal because it's a 55 yard field goal you know maybe you keep an eye under the guy under the, on the goal <laughs> yeah maybe well let's just Have walk off the field before? we missed it yeah it's i like, mean houston's smart like, let's put yeah. on the let's put the punt return team on the uh-huh. field for the field goal and people are like oh why is he so far back there yeah we're about to run this back yep <laughs> not going for the block but yeah that was our college football segment for the there week. it is college football wrap it up uh, this week's random shot, football season starting this weekend. Where is your favorite place to watch football in the world? JP, you're first. I mean, probably at the game. I mean, let's say you can, let's say not, let's say where would you want to watch like the game at live? Like, not there. Um, I mean, and with whom? The couch is cool. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> if is I'm there not... like a spot somewhere? Do you not? I mean, is there a the, particular couch? I mean, the left side of the couch is always good. <laughs> no, no, but do you guys like for you... those superstitious people? You mean like a bar or something? Well, yeah. I mean, isn't there is there like a place that you like to go watch a big game? And if not, that's cool. If you prefer to sit on your the left side of the couch I, and watch, I would obviously. I, I honestly would prefer if I'm not at the game. I'd prefer to watch at my own place than at a bar. Yeah, you be at the bar and people are extra annoying. Don't yeah. know what the heck they talking about, spilling beer. To be honest with you, That's like after <laughs> after we do the fantasy football live show and I usually go meet my folks to watch the game at a bar, which right. is, isn't bad because it's not packed and there's usually just a small group of Vikings fans and we watch the game. After that, when I go home, I, I'm in heaven watching the afternoon games in my room by myself, just kick back. On uh, on the chair there. Hey man. And then I watch the Sunday night game and I'm out. I usually fall asleep halfway through the Sunday night game, but well, you're up at four o'clock in right. the morning. Yeah. So that's that's a good day. I like, fall asleep usually in the middle of the one p.m. game. So <laughs> get my nap in before the Sunday night game. Uh, I like if I'm gonna go to a bar to watch. I, I want to. It's got to be a game and at a bar where everyone's invested in the same team. When you yeah. got everyone. All into oh, it, yeah. And in a team, and your team scores, and it's like all it's unlike. I think it's awesome. I think it's better than being at the game. I agree with that because you get better views and replays. And all you don't have stuff. people standing and walking past you while you're right. trying to sit down and but, they need to go to the s- bathroom. You still get the feel of the energy, you know, <laughs> better than the stadium. Uh, I like it when there's opposing fan bases in a bar, though. That's if it's true. like if it's like the national championship and you can tell it's fun to talk got, a little trash. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as long as you're not invested in it, because if you're invested in it, then I'm fighting somebody. Yeah, you end up you end <laughs> up slapping somebody yeah. off the GP. Yeah, like I'm really worried about going to this Packer game in two weeks. I might be the first guy kicked out of US Bank Stadium. Oh no, somebody's been kicked out already. I'm sure. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> I might be the second. We'll need video evidence of that for instant reaction. Oh, Absolutely. I'll. I'll uh, throw I'll, an open I'll on Snapchat. That. You know what, US Bank Stadium, get your Snapchat game on point. You guys didn't have any filters. Really disappointed. 
probably said the same. They're not watching this, but I'm just going to point that out. <laughs> They'll probably say the same about Yahoo. Yes. We got a we got a uh, a comment on Facebook Live from uh, our good friend Lindsay, who just writes hashtag true. Oh, she's probably talking about me getting arrested. Ah, there it is. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, need a little more context on that. <laughs> <laughs> we have no idea. You know what? No, that's really good though. It's it's true. she's just encompassing everything that we we're talking about. <laughs> she's showing solidarity and support. True. True. She also is sitting during the bullpen theme song. That's yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, well, first and foremost, we are all fans here in the bullpen. You may remember this Dan from last that. season. <laughs> I remember from last season. We're going to predict our final scores for our teams uh, this week. Texas Tech taking on Arizona State. The Sun Devils three-point favorites in this game, guys, How? in the desert. Uh, what do you think? at home. You get three points when you're at home. This yeah, is which, a pick em. Which brings me to a point for later, but I'll get to that. What, what do you guys think? It's because Ryan Gosling is the coach. I don't know. I watched. I watched. Oh my a, god! The third quarter. I just realized that Cliff Kingsbury in Tempe. Oh. Oh. He's. Oh man, we might actually win this game now because wow. he's going to be distracted. He 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 might not even make it till Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, dude. Gosling's going to be stuck in his room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got a chance wow. now. Yeah, we might win big. All over that architecture. <laughs> what do you think, guys? Jeff. You know, we kind of struggled with NAU and then and then pulled away late, one by thirty. So ugly. Yeah. Tech's got some offense. Come on, man. They got a strong safety with the last name Perry. They got to win. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'll go with like a 28-20 ASU. Whoa. You know the over-under is like 65 in this game. Yeah, Texas Tech's going to light up the mm. scoreboard. I would, they don't, they I, would, defense. I would hammer the over in this in this game. They don't play defense ever in Lubbock, um, Lubbock Texas. <laughs> I will go... 38-34 Arizona State. I'm down not Southern... fully confident in that. I haven't watched enough of them to really predict it. But All right, <clears throat> Down in Southern California, the mighty Utah State Aggies heading to the Coliseum. <laughs> are they the Utah State Aggies? They are the Aggies, okay. yes. Uh, you know, they're a surprise powerhouse, too, in producing NFL talent. Utah State. They always produce a few guys. Like Chris Cooley. <laughs> That one linebacker, Bobby Wagner, <laughs> yeah, Robert yeah. Turbin. Oh, I forgot about Turbin. Um, the Trojans are play- favored by sixteen in this game. They, they they won't cover, dude. You don't think so? Uh, Helton is hot garbage. Anybody see the second <laughs> half of that Alabama game? No, don't get me wrong. Alabama is stacked. They're always stacked. They've got ninety-seven five-star recruits currently enrolled, waiting, getting paid on the sideline. Uh, that gentleman made absolutely zero. Adjustments at halftime. Juju Smith-Schuster still, in my mind, is arguably the best receiver in college football, and you still never got him out in the space. You didn't get a Dory Jackson out in space. You didn't get anything going. You look like Les Miles calling plays. Drunken vanilla. <laughs> uh, USC will win. I mean, well, sure. Let's go 27-14. All right, Portland State traveling to Spartan Stadium. Are you gonna be there? I'm gonna be there. I'm taking I'm taking uh, Jaden to the game. Oh, fruit boys at the state game. Yeah. You're gonna break his little heart. Uh, <laughs> I know. It's gonna be rough. The, they'll win. San Jose State will win this game. Um, I, I don't know if it'll be. I bet it'll be closer than Who's we'd your like coach? it to be. Ron Carragher. This oh, is, this is his final season. Oh. There's no doubt because they're gonna only win one game, and this is it right here. Wow. No, this is it. They looked like crap. And they lost their running back. They have no running game now. And Potter can't make the throws. So I'm not optimistic. They'll win this game. One. I don't know any of these people he's talking about. 
Well, let's talk about Arizona State some more, <laughs> yeah, and I'll just zone I don't know out over any here. of those people that we're talking about either. <laughs> Sh- shout out to Justin Allegri because he puts these guys in the commercial every week, so we know who they are. We have some more comments. Hold on, let me jump in here. Justin Allegri, thank you. But uh, Lindsay says it was about Ev falling asleep during the one o'clock yeah, games, I but do. also that Brandon will lose to the Chiefs. I don't know how I'm going to lose. I'm going to get kicked dr- out of the game. I'm gonna, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I'm not going to lose to them. I'm going to. I'm going to be drinking beer. It's going to be fantastic. $15 beers. Skull. Yeah, seriously. Curtis Craig chimes in, my boy JP. (laughs) (laughs) You forgot to do the emoji. Yeah, that thing. The you emoji. Yeah. So there you go. Thank you for your comments. Keep keep them coming. It's riveting. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Curtis. All right, NFL NFL, uh, final score predictions, then we'll get out of here. Minnesota at Tennessee to start the season. Vikes three-point favorites here. This is a trap game, just like last year when they lost to the Niners on the Whoa. Road. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Man, because I don't even know who's going to play a quarterback. It doesn't really matter. I I don't have a good feeling about this game at all. I have a better feeling about the home opener just because it's going to be so loud, But um, which is kind of ironic because they're playing a way better team at home. Um, yeah, I just don't like the road thing. I'm going to go 17-16 Tennessee. 17, 16, to, oh, okay. All right. Not optimistic. Steelers yeah. uh, in the nation's capital, Monday night. Pittsburgh favored by three. Uh, Duke, you, anybody else, I would love for one of you to take out that mid-American scumbag early. <laughs> he doesn't even deserve to put on a uniform and play. Um, I actually like the Redskins' chances. I mean, Bud Dupree out for the season. Uh, Mr. Harrison... As scary as he is, he's way slower than what he used to be. He's just super buff. I'm going to go with the Redskins winning a close one because Antonio Brown is – there's no way that he doesn't go stupid. Let's go 24-17 Redskins. Starting the season off with a win. Ev, Monday night, last game of the week. Rams, can't hold anything back. Rams at Levi's. They are two and a half point favorites on the road. That's what do you think? Ugly game. I'll go sixteen thirteen Rams. Let's go. I did this last year. Let's go with like I'm gonna go ten six. San Francisco. I thought you were gonna go like twelve eight. <laughs> like, <laughs> the rugby score obscure. Ten six. What's the over under that Chip Kelly goes three and out the very first series of the season? Very likely. Odds uh ninety five percent. I you know what? I'll, even, I'll I, take those odds. I think they they break some like they hit Vance McDonald on a little crossing pattern. He cuts it up. They at least get a first down. Wow. Okay. I mean, because usually you know Chip like to script those plays for the first three series and punt three times. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of what Chip does. Um. Well, that's that's all I guess we should do, right? Should we yeah. wrap it up? Yeah. Because I got a fantasy shake, draft in like ten. minutes. Shake the rust off. We're yeah. uh, we're back here in the bullpen. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll bring it a little bit more next. Episode yeah, and next send week in some or... thoughts and questions for JP. We are uh, we're, we're just a couple months away from cuffing season, so early selections. Uh, I mean, it's, your it's, your, it's your boy start, your boy now. chimed in twenty eight to three Rams all Todd. Oh Jesus! I'll take that for fantasy purposes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, he's a girly fan. No, nah, he drafted girly. That's why. Yeah. All right, well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Bullpen Podcast. Please follow us on Twitter, at the Bullpen Pod. Twitter. You can like us on Facebook. Sure, we're signing off now when we have the most viewers ever. Oh, or, good. Or, or, or of this one. Of this well, we'll stick around if there's some Ask JP questions. No, but we, I, needed, we needed to promote this better. You're right. We'll do, we'll do better. 
just think of what you missed in the last 40 minutes. You can go back and watch it. Yeah, there's you a, can a definitely rewind, go back. It lives forever. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for checking out the Bullpen Podcast. And uh, next week, maybe a couple weeks. Yeah, let's do next week. Let's let's bring it back again. Yeah. Get back in the rhythm. Now, now that, that we've gotten season. like the, the rhythm of our schedule at work, like, yeah. We're back at it. We're right. getting close to being on for a year, guys. Almost. We're getting close to that one-year anniversary, though. We need, we need we'll to, to do another. Up. We got to double up on the Andy Barron sponsorship, but hopefully, like a purple badge sponsorship. That would be nice. Where are you, Darn Bush? I know you're watching. <laughs> I know you're going to see this later. You're going to comment on it next Wednesday. Have a good week, everybody. That's the version you sent me. <laughs> I hope she's watching so she can text me.